I always seem to draw lessons from anything that happens in my life, whether it's something good or something challenging, something sad, something surprising. And here I am actually in this situation, come to think of it, I'm using it as a teachable moment. Hi, welcome to this episode of the Connect with Sheila Batello podcast. I am thrilled that you're here because I want to share a story with you today, and it's completely different from what I was going to share in this week's Q&A. It really is surrounding how we can move through those times that pop out at us out of the blue to kind of almost feels like derail where we're headed. You know, you start out, you're having a great day and then something happens and all of a sudden everything needs to shift. Everything needs to change. So the question becomes, how do we move through that in a way that is kind to ourselves? That is, I have something in my eye (laughs) that is kind to our nervous system so that we can actually move through something without creating more problems, whether it be feelings of anxiety inside or problems with the relationships around us because we feel maybe like we've been blindsided by something that's just happened. And the reason why I'm sharing this story now is because I had just a situation like this happen to me today. And I'd like to consider myself somebody who I'm an optimist. If you've been listening for a while, you've probably realized that I'm an optimist. I I always seem to draw, or very often I will draw lessons from anything that happens in my life, whether it's something good or something challenging, something sad, something surprising. And here I am actually in this situation, come to think of it, I'm using it as a teachable moment for myself and for you. And as I'm sharing, I'm actually working out some things, learning some things myself. And this is what I love to do when I'm working with women on their self-care strategy and ways they can go about living and working in a way where they're creating an impact, but they're doing it in a way that doesn't burn them out. And they're doing it in a way that honors their body and honors their heart in the process. Because often when we're going after our dreams, our goals, it's very linear. It's like, don't feel, just move. And truly, the way I love to do business, do life, do parenting, do relationships, do my soul work is I go from my soul leading the way. I use my intuition. I use getting quiet. And so there's many different practices like that that you'll see in my season self-care app. Also in any other podcast episode that you've heard me share. And if you're anywhere on the socials and you see me, there's so much content that I've put out over the last seven years to really provide real concrete ways of putting these types of things into practice, a more rooted way of going about our life. And so this happened to me today. I was having a great day. I was making calls, connecting with really incredible people. I had some other things planned to be a part of in a group that I'm in that I was so looking forward to that just lit me up. My mastermind lights me up, right? The one that I am in that I don't lead. It is always a time where I enter in 
sometimes without any idea of really what I really need or what I want to share. And yet it always lands, something powerful lands, a new insight, uh, a new way forward lands for me personally. And then as I'm listening to other people sharing, ideas flow within me as well. And we kind of all learn from each other's experiences and find new footing for the way forward. So that's the kind of day I was having. And I just finished up a call with someone I was feeling really good about the result of it. And then my phone rang and I'd had some other distractions, you know, distractions during the day, because we're in a time right now where both my sons in high school need to select their courses for next year. And they're both at different schools and doing different things. And we're trying to plan things for next year. And it's like, okay, I don't know what will I be doing in February of 2024, right? I typically like to plan, but I am also, I'm feeling like more spontaneous about certain family type things in, at this stage of my life, right? Especially after the last few years where we haven't really been able to plan or go anywhere. It's been like, be at home. You're not doing anything. So it's like very much a lot of the days have felt the same over the last few years. Perhaps you can relate depending on where you live in the world. And so now there's this idea, this essence of, ooh, what could next year look like? And I'm needing to plan some concrete plans. So it's all good. I know I'm not alone in this. All you parents of teens are with me and college student parents. My goodness, it's a whole other realm. I have friends and family who are going through that right now. Uh, kids getting college acceptance, university acceptance letters. So this is happening. And then the phone rings again. And I'm thinking, okay, great. My cat had had some things going on and I just wanted to have him checked out. And he's my goodness, at home, he's the sweetest, softest, most darling fur ball you could ever imagine. Get him into a veterinary place where he smells or any other place where he smells other animals, even other cats sometimes, but dogs especially, and his fear tentacles come up and he gets very stressed. And I know every animal is different and he's six years old. And our sweet, sweet Basil was very, very stressed the other day. We needed to have him checked out. And then I brought him home and then took him back in again. My husband did today. And in doing so, we're just having some things done. Let's just say a series of events happened that I was less than enthused about because I realized that he went through a whole lot of stress for no reason when there's some things I could have done at home for him to help get to the bottom of some things that he's looking at. And so he was stressed, we were stressed, and I was really displeased. And if you've watched me for any amount of time, like what you see here, the way I talk to you is pretty much just how I am. Uh, much to my kids' chagrin sometimes, like they might be having a bad day and I'm like, it'll all work out. It's okay. We can learn from the Yeah, it drives them crazy, right? <laughs> so I'm learning to be like, yeah, that's just, that's really hard. And like just sitting with them to feel like I allow them to feel their feelings, but you know, I'm try to dampen this a little bit, damper it so that, you know, they can just really feel their feelings. Um, so I, you know, I don't know. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, I suppose. They love it though. They say they do like my optimism. They love their mom. Anyway. So having to deal with this, I felt very activated in my nervous system. I felt very upset. And just at that time, there was a central nervous system healing that was going on in the group that I'm involved in. And I've mentioned her name before, and I will sing her praises all day long. Her name is Tell, T-E-L-E, Darden. And she is just a master at 
um, guiding people through and teaching on and, and helping people somatically release and experience the benefits of nervous system healing. So she was happened to be leading this, this call and I was going to be going onto it myself live. And of course I needed to go and pick up my cat. So she was sitting in the car with me. I just had her listening. I was listening to her on the speaker and it really calmed me. And she gave me some words and some things that could really identify. She didn't realize she was doing this, right? She didn't even know I was there maybe, but like, um, at first, but she gave me some words that really just, it's synchronistic, right? At that moment, I just needed to hear those things. And I was able to address my concerns in a way that was very grounded. I was still very emotional, but I was able to speak my truth, share some, you know, erect some boundaries and talk about where I felt they were being crossed. And I dealt with it and brought my cat home. And I was very teary and very emotional. And then I was able to land at the end of the nervous system healing call to really just release because I didn't realize it. And this never normally happens to me, but my stomach was in absolute knots. And during that, like literally five or 10 minutes of the, of the call, I was able to release and I felt so much better and I was able to share on the call and it was, it was wonderful because, you know, I, f- I felt witnessed. There's something to that being, feeling witnessed, you know, I wasn't going to share. And then I felt, well, she offered for us to share it. And I think it's, we all learn from each other when we do speak up about our experience and uh, we try to be brief about it, obviously, just to honor time with people in their own experience. But what I learned from this and why I wanted to share it is that, and I know this is not, for some people, this may not even seem like a big deal. Perhaps you're not a pet owner. Um, perhaps, you know, you're going through something like very, very, very stressful, life-threatening, or you have gone through, and I'm telling you, it. this translates because I've also been um, at the bedside of the dying. Uh, in recent years with very, very close family members. And I called upon things to calm my nervous system, to ground me, to be able to walk through very stressful, uncertain times. And it began here. Like it began with really just tuning in. And for me, my faith practice is a very big part of that. Obviously, it's like the foundation for me personally. You may have something, a different type of faith practice than me, but I'm like literally tuned in, calling on God, right? And, and really looking at my atmosphere, my environment. I mentioned a lot about how I feel when I'm grounded on the earth under the trees, like in my mind, creator made these things and there's something to it. Like we're all nature, we're all connected. And so finding ways to really ground ourselves so that we can feel our feelings, then make appropriate steps when necessary, or allow ourselves also just to feel calm in the moment to know that, Hey, in this moment, in this breath, all is well, right? In this moment, there's still maybe a lot of things going on around us, but we can center ourselves because that gives us the clarity, the purpose to step into what our next step is that will actually, hopefully, benefit ourselves or those around us, right? Like move us through to a better situation, a better experience, a better moment. 
So I wanted to share that story with you because it's something that's accessible to you. It could be a breath away. It could be like just closing your eyes and just feeling gravity. It could be singing at the top of your lungs or just humming along to a song that can really help your spirit calm. That helps me a lot. As a singer for many years, it's something I've always leaned on is music and sound. And there's a reason why, like there's a resonance when you're, when you're singing, it's just like it tunes everything together. It calms your vagus nerve. You can look it up online and see like what helps calm your nervous system. And these are some of the things. And so here's a story about practically what that can look like for you. So maybe you're experiencing something with, you know, a work situation a relationship you're going through, a decision you have to make, a health situation that feels beyond you and so beyond your control. You may not be able to control the exact outcome or the other person or the situation, but you can control your breath and how you are experiencing this moment right now. So I invite you into that. I would love to hear how this landed for you. And I'd also love to hear where you have found ways to address those really stressful times in your life? Like what has grounded you? What is it? Is it a dance practice? Like what is it? Call a friend? Like there's so many things it could be, right? And we learn from each other. So I would love to hear. And I just send so much love to you as well. These are some of the practices we are embodying in the Seasons Collective that is found inside of my Seasons self-care app. You can check out all the details at the link in the comments or the show notes that are below this episode, whether you're on YouTube or on my podcast, you will find links to check it out, find information, because I have found personally over the last decade, one of my greatest assets has been my community, the one that I have built the one I fed into, tapped into, my one-on-one community of beautiful souls or my community of a collective group of people where we've walked through this stuff together. We, we really do sharpen each other as we come together. And it's done in such a beautiful, inclusive way, the way I like to do it. So go check it out. I look forward to seeing you on another episode and I hope that wherever you are, that you can take a deep breath right now and just feel into how can you find a better feeling thought, a better feeling emotion just for this moment, because maybe that will help you take the next step that can create positive change or a positive outcome that you're looking for, or at least at the very least, maybe just help you accept what is because there's something really cool happens when we, when we just allow, when we surrender. Sometimes things, when we open up things land that we never would have imagined. I appreciate you. And I thank you so much for being here. I wish you a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you in another episode. Big blessings. Mm-hmm.